Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me, as always, are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. <coughs> in one room again, uh, doing something we started a while back, but I don't think we've done consistently, which is like checking in on the Marvel shows, or Star Wars shows, if we do it. But we're going to do the first couple episodes of She-Hulk. Yep. Um... Who's in this? Tatiana Maslany? That's right. Or uh, that's how you pronounce it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo mm. is in it. Uh, Jamila Al Jamil is in it. Yep. Um, God, what's his name? Emil Blonsky. What is Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Tim yeah. Yeah. So some some returning characters, some new ones. Follows Jennifer Walters trying to make it as an attorney while also being a Hulk. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that. I think as, as we keep going, but that is that is the plot of this show. <laughs> What do we think so far, y'all? Look, I was super ready to come in on this and be, like, real shitty about it. <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, I'd seen the trailer, hadn't done a lot for me. The Marvel shows have just, I've kind of increasingly soured on the more that there are. Uh, and I had already seen the whole thing on the internet about, like, the turn to camera, like, being a woman's hard monologue that happens right. in the first episode. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is not going to be for me. And then I watched two episodes, and it was really fucking fun. Yeah. I really liked this. This is probably my favorite show that I've watched so far. It is the least chory Disney thing that I've done right. in probably years now. It really is for me. I'm with you. It's just fun. Yeah. Like, I just have a good time watching it. People bitch about the CGI or whatever. Man, there's a channel on the old Samsung TV that every time I turn my TV on is just like 1970s Doctor Who, and I will watch it for fucking <laughs> right, hours. Right, and right. if I can watch that, right. the CGI is excellent. I mean, in, in, general, show. in general, if the effects are the make or break for a show, it's not a good show. Right. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I just think it's the jokes kind of they all hit for me. Um, I I like the fourth wall breaking. I think they I think they do a good job with it. They don't go too much. I was about to say I, I feel like they use it judiciously. It's yeah. definitely yeah, not good I, word for this show. I, oh, <laughs> uh, you know I, I don't feel like it's it's quite Deadpool levels. Yeah. It's just like once or twice an episode. And again, it's usually it's the right moment. Yeah, and She Hulk did it first. Yeah, but yeah, no, I like it. Lawyer show. Um, yeah, I also like this a lot too. It was, it's a super fun show. You know, again, I like that the episodes seem to have their own identity. Oh They're, yeah. It's not as episodic as I would like, but, but these first two episodes, they still had their own identity. Yeah, definitely better than Transformers. All that said, almost everything I have to say interesting about this show will be a complaint. Okay. You know, but that's podcast. That, that is how this works. You're white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Better than Transformers. Better than Transformers. Yeah. I want to get into whatever qualifies as spoilers for this sure. show. There's not sure, much. Sure. There's not much that you haven't seen in the trailer. Right, no. The trailer really. I think that's one of the things I do like about it. The trailer just tells you the premise, and there's not a twist. That's just what it not is. Not yet, yeah, yeah. anyway, for yeah. sure. But yeah. I, I was definitely concerned about this show when, like, the showrunners acknowledged from the outset, like, we don't really know how to make a compelling court drama. <laughs> and so we'll see how that plays out. But so far, the, I mean, the episodes, I think, of like, they fly by. I mean, yeah, they're only yeah. 30 minutes, but they're an enjoyable 30 minutes. I think that's one of the things I like the most. I, I want there to be more 30-minute shows. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a 60-minute show is just such a chore. Yep. Whereas, you know, I mean, I feel like this said as much as any of the 60-minute Marvel shows did. So why aren't there more like this? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, to your point about them being kind of standalone, I appreciate, I did not like, anyway, the essentially four-hour movie broken up into six parts that was 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier right. or or even Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. I like that this is like this is the origin episode. Mm. This is how she meets Emil. Like to me, that's digestible, right? More so than I can just power through it back to back to back. That that says that brings up my first complaint. I wish that the stuff from the first episode would have been broken up throughout the mm. season because I really liked that you started in the middle instead of at the beginning, and I wish it would have been more like that, more cutbacks to the origin, maybe mm-hmm. as it pertains to each court case or something. I, like I that. almost feel like they just wanted to get it the fuck out. I right. think that's what they did, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I also say that because, you know, I mean, the CGI is okay, but it definitely doesn't feel like it has, like, weight to it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a lot of times when it's just the two of them sitting there, it's just like two Shreks talking to each other. Sure. <laughs> and it's not like Marvel can't do this. Yeah. You know, things like Thanos and Groot and Hulk in previous movies, you know, really have a power to them. And I I understand this is television, but, you know, I think they maybe should have taken a less is more stance for having those two characters together. How do we feel on that note? How do we feel about Mark Ruffalo in general in this? Uh, Mark Ruffalo is fine. I am tired of that version of the whole. I am also tired of (laughs) that. I mean, I know we're going to talk about this also, but the the whole episode of the first episode, there's like the 10 minutes of when stuff actually happens, and the other 20 minutes is just saying, you're a Hulk, or you're a superhero now, (laughs) (laughs) for 20 more minutes. I think there's, God, I hope, maybe I should change, I hope that the chances of him apparently returning from Sakaar as Smart Hulk are slim to none. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would think we're back to Rage Monster whenever, whatever that is. Right. Whether it be Scar or whatever. Well, but. I mean, I think that could... I mean, I wish they kind of would have done that for this show. I wish we would have had a switch back to the Angry Hulk, and that's one of the problems she had to solve. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that it, could be the end solution yeah, in this true. one. Yeah, the end, it doesn't probably. seem like it's going that way. Yeah. Uh, what do we think about... I've had some people complain to me anyway. I didn't have a problem with it. How she gets her powers in this show. No, I think that's great. I think that's way more believable than the comic book yeah. origin. I'm, like, it, it, it makes Bruce Banner even more of a real-life liability than he already <laughs> right. is. Yeah. Right. The idea that if his blood touches fucking anything, <laughs> that it could be a, a new monster. But And it's not like something they just made up for this. It's established. This thing saying happened to one of the many versions of Stan Lee. Yeah, that's true. You know, in the Ed Norton movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He drinks the Mexican soda. He drinks the Mexican soda that has yeah. Bruce Banner's blood in it mm-hmm. and turns into an old man Hulk. <laughs> they don't show the old man Hulk. Well, I, I did want to talk about that. The leader has to be the villain of this show, right? Man, like, that would be so great, particularly if it's the same actor. Yeah, like I think there's there's been like a screenshot of the other pin pals, the other soulmates or whatever, mm-hmm. and there are five of them in the picture i think hmm. and there's seven total he would be six it's gotta be the leader i hope so maybe first, I, first I just love that guy he's yeah. he's one of my favorite actors so. i don't know much about this so fill me in well in the incredible hulk one of the things that happens at the end is that his blood pours onto the guy's cut on his head and right. you see his head start to like grow a little bit and it looks like the Hulk villain looks like he's become that guy is the leader, right? And that's the origin Samuel story, yeah. yeah. And that's Delmer from uh, Correct. Brother Arthur, yeah. 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 Okay, that'd be dope, yeah. <laughs> 
He, what that, else he got going on? Exactly. Well, that's, that's the other thing I was excited about is like, uh, get Tim Roth back on fucking TV. Yeah. yeah. You know, he got wasted on that fucking dumb crime micro expression show. Lie which, to me. I'll be honest with you, not a bad show. No, this is a fine but, show. But also, like, if you could have used his talents for fucking anything that had a better premise, then it would have been better. The mistake that they made with that show is it was 100% Dr. House and they put it on after Dr. Mm. House. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and I like him. I know, again, people are like, it's so different i whatever it's been a decade like, <laughs> i don't fucking, fucking remember care. yeah i haven't gone back and watched the incredible hulk in years to me it's the exact same right right the thing is about the incredible hulk most people just remember that it happened mm-hmm. yeah you know i'm so happy that he's back yeah absolutely again i think this is not that Tim roth can't do movies but this is uh he he is elevated on tv i think yeah. he definitely stands yeah, out yeah, from yeah, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. and on that note i you know i i know that there are and i say people it's the fucking nightmare human beings on the internet who have this rated at like a six something on imdb which is fucking wrong right right uh i think that's just part of putting out a marvel show now maybe it is but i know there are people who like you know like what is the show gonna do without fucking mark ruffles like the main girl in this is i think immediately more interesting and more charismatic than mark ruffalo is at any point in this show right i am instantly into like whatever her shit is well i think he said that, you know, there's no chance they make another Avengers movie without her. Truthfully, down. Make another Avengers movie without him in it. (laughs) Like, she's great. I enjoy that character. Yes, I would like to see it with a movie budget, but it's just, it's just, she's way more intriguing to me than Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo's in his 60s, right? I don't know that he's that old. I don't think he's that old, but he's not getting any younger. (laughs) How old is Mark Ruffalo? Typically how it works. He's 54. (laughs) He's got some time. Yeah. Not much time. All right. (laughs) I meant in this part. (laughs) I don't think when you're 60, you keep doing the Marvel movies. He doesn't have to work out, though. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Going into this, I really wished, and I've said this before on the show, they would have cast She-Hulk instead of casting Jennifer Walters. Mm. You know, I think, you know, surely there's there's a, a tall girl who can tell jokes and, and act, you know, but, mm. uh, and you know, like Gamora, she's just painted green basically, but she looks great. Yeah. But this girl really did grow on me. Here's another one of my complaints with the She-Hulk transformation. Though, okay. And I want to be clear. You can listen to all 11 billion episodes of this show. And there's proof that I'm not this guy that I'm about to be. Uh huh. So, so like, okay. Say like, say like with Superman, you know, if somebody's complaining, oh, man, I just don't buy that he puts on his glasses and nobody nobody knows who he is. It's uh-huh. like, if you're buying that he can fly, but that's your fucking stumbling point, I, I don't get where you're coming from. But on this, every other time we've seen a Hulk transformation before this, your hair either gets messy or stays the same. How does her hair get nicer when she becomes the She-Hulk? Uh-huh. It's like very well styled. Yeah. It's curly hair erasure. I, think, I was about to say, they, they even make a, a reference to it in this show where, where I, one of, I can't remember, is it uh, one of her relatives is trying to like get her hair looking like She-Hulk's hair? Right. Yeah. That is a weird choice that they made now that you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, it's just every hair's in place. Yeah. And it's probably just because CGI-ing flying around hair would be harder. But still, it, it like it's something that, as someone who really tries not to focus on these kind of ultra virgin nerd sort of things 
It, for some reason, that just kept bugging me. No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually on Christian's side. This might actually be curly hair erasure. <laughs> it was like, okay, yeah, she's like the the bigger, better, stronger version of herself, which also has straight hair, which is the the more ideal right. body type. Yeah, it always gets me. Is that it seems like inevitably at any point in the show, we are always like, I'm not one of these guys. One of us like, we're not them, yeah. but. Well, mostly it's Joseph. Usually, it is usually the time. <laughs> I'm fine with being thought of as that guy. I just don't want to be thought of as that guy that questions really nitpicky stuff about mm. geek shit. Because uh-huh. I've spent my whole life fighting that guy. And yet here you are. And yet here I am. <laughs> well, I don't have much else, but Hurt, you said you had some complaints. So, Well, I mean, I think I pretty much covered them. I covered that the CGI looks a little Shrekky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I covered the thing with the hair and that... I think there was a tall girl out there somewhere who could act. Those were my main three things. But other than that, I I think this is a pretty funny show, a fun show, funny show. Yeah. I really look forward to when it actually gets into legal stuff. Well, like, so you know, here's here's my question on that. So how many episodes is this going to be? Is it going to be six or do we know if it's more? I think it's six, but okay, I don't six. know. So, given that we're on episode two and she's just taken the case, does she have more cases or is it just about the one case? It might just be about just the one case. That's true. Yeah, I feel like it might just be about the one case, but I would be happy to be wrong. Also, I think, you know, doing a different case every week will be hard as a half-hour drama. Or the Perry Mason was a half-hour, I think. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, did either of you watch Miss Marvel? No. I've still not watched but it. But this is, this is encouraging me to go yeah. back. I'm, I'm re-energized on Marvel after watching two episodes I, of the show. I still blame them on me not watching Oh, absolutely. Marvel. They should not have released it at the same time as, as fucking Obi-Wan. Because these things are about watching them when they happen. Yeah. I have gone back and watched Miss Marvel. And it, it is good. Like, it, it is one of the better ones. It's the, probably... I've enjoyed She-Hulk more so far. Yeah. But compared to, like, Moon Knight... I definitely preferred Miss Marvel in the movie. Oh, However, it feels much more like I'm not the target audience with Miss Marvel, and it's like noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like my students are more the target audience right. for Miss Marvel. Mm. She Hulk feels more like for me. Right. Like the jokes hit. Like again, it being a half hour as a kid who grew up in the peak of legal drama, like. Even even the simple joke like the turning the camera and saying lawyer show that shit hits for me because right. I God I've watched thousands of hours of Law and Order like it just right I feel like the target audience for this show uh, you know and I should say you know that's really what one should strive for to be able to recognize that something isn't for you yeah. and just step aside yeah. <laughs> you know instead of and, saying and why isn't this for me say, and that it's okay that it's not for yeah. you is, is the next uh, step right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much agree on this. That that uh, this one, I think you had mentioned that they were watching a lot of Fleabag when they were putting together this show. Maybe I was, and and uh, I could see that it's definitely a more PG Fleabag, and I love Fleabag, so you know that works. It, I was worried it was going to be Ally McBeal. It seems more like Fleabag as a lawyer. I'm into that. Marvel Ally McBeal sounds fun though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, particularly if you can find a way to get Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in it as his Alan McBeal <laughs> Even better. That would be outstanding. Yeah, I mean, we, we mentioned this on a previous show, but assuming that everyone that listens to the show doesn't listen to every single episode of this mm-hmm. show. I mean, absolutely. If you could just do Marvel Law and & Order and do that for 20 episodes right. a season, 
in. Like, I don't need right, anything no else. Shit. I would totally be See, there. See, my fear is that's what Daredevil's going to be, and I would much rather it be this character than Absolutely. I, like, I, don't, I don't think Charlie Cox is bad, but I, I instantly I feel like this girl's got a lot more charisma than yeah. Charlie Cox. Well, I'm, I'm hoping the new version of Daredevil's not going to be so goddamn serious. Yeah. So it would probably work more as. Yeah, yeah I, it's hard for me. It's not fair to this show. But it's hard for me not to compare it to Daredevil or what Daredevil is going to be in the MCU. Right. But to your point, like, I hope it's much more the Matt Murdock who shows up to the party wearing a sweater says, I'm not Daredevil. Right, right, like, totally. That, yeah. That's I, my favorite Matt Murdock, totally. <laughs> That's what I want this show to be. Right. And, and uh, hopefully maybe we will get more of that. Right. If you're introducing him, that this character in this show, it seems like that will be more so the tone. Maybe. Yeah. Do we want to guess what episode Matt Murdock appears in this show? Episode five. Is that official? Or no. You just, okay. You said, it, you said it so confidently. It was like, yeah. oh, they must have written this down somewhere. No, I just feel pretty confident. I See, I'm going with four. I'm also going with four. I don't think he's going to be involved in the conclusion. Yep. So, you know, you get him in there. You give him, they have some sort of interaction. He tells her his thing that maybe helps her move forward a little bit. And then he's out of the picture. We'll see. We will see. You know the other big, you guys have heard the other big rumor about this show. No, right? I haven't. So I guess super spoilers if you don't want to be ruined. <laughs> the rumor is The Thing is going to be one of her clients. Mm. I mean, that would be great. She has a history with the character. I would fucking love that. Yeah. I would do, I, there will be zero complaints about the CGI on that, no matter how bad it is, because I'm ready for it. And it's supposed to be, God, what's it? Marshall Erickson. What's his name? Fucking Jason Siegel. I actually think it's fun casting. I, I, Jason Siegel does seem sometimes, sometimes to have his head up his ass a little. But he's, he's really into Jason Siegel, but he can be funny. We can't act like Forgetting Sarah Marshall isn't one of the best movies ever. Yeah. yeah I generally find him insufferable, but I do like Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yeah. That's the rumor. Probably not true. but I, I, I could get way into that, definitely. I could, I could hear, particularly if he doesn't just do his voice. He tries to bring something to mm-hmm. it. I, 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 I could be really into that. Yeah. Uh, but I think, is that She-Hulk? Part one, anyway. Yeah. I saw, you know, you mentioned this earlier, Hurt. You know, a lot of these shows is watching it when it's happening, because that's when it's relevant. So right. uh, if, if you haven't started, it's still not too late. We're still just at the beginning of this one. Uh, I, I personally really say, check it out. It's, it's probably my favorite Marvel show they've put out so far. And even with their spoiling every bit of it, it's really not a plot show. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dialogue show. It's a joke show. It's a hangout show. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's She-Hulk, better than Transformers. What have we been watching this past week or however long it's been, guys? Oh, I'm going to have to remember here. I watched Lightyear on Disney+. Plus. That movie's fine. It's not like the best Pixar's ever made, but, you know, for a kind of 2001 slash even kind of Planet of the Apes, the OG Planet of the Apes, right. E-inspired kids film, it works. Chris Evans is great as Buzz Lightyear. The story is pretty compelling. It's got a fun little twist. I really just cannot overstate how much homophobes got their panties in a wad over (laughs) nothing once again. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Lightyear. And then I watched Uncharted. Oh, oh boy. Have you watched it? No. It's on Netflix now. And it is extremely mediocre. Okay. (laughs) Um, for a story, like, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but Uncharted 4, to me, is, like, the most 
emotionally driven story of probably the four games. Yeah. And they just really don't do that at all in this movie. It's also not quite Indiana Jones or National Treasure enough. There's not enough puzzles and ancient ruins. There's that takes probably an hour. That's to like get the to that. whole fucking point. Yeah, it's just too much. Of, it it spends a little too much time of not just Sully meeting Nathan Drake, yeah. but also like. Their first couple of heists together are they're stealing an artifact, but they're like at a fancy party and they're like, I know, I want to be in a tomb and there be, you know, crypt monsters and things like that. It takes a while for you to get there. But the movie's fine. I'd like to see a sequel. I'd like to see a better director do it. And God, Marky Mark is terrible as Sully. <laughs> it's just so bad. There are moments where, I mean, Tom Holland is too young to play Nathan Drink, in my opinion, but there are moments when you look at him in the scene and you're like, that motherfucker does look like Nathan Drake. Uh-huh. Like he really like he looks the part, but he just looks too young. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's it. It's just amazing to me that like I don't know. Maybe it is played out. Maybe uh, there's not as much left to mine as I think there is. But Indiana Jones was wildly popular, mm-hmm. and for great reason. Yeah. It's like a general like no every age. From like fucking you know birth to death, you're gonna love Indiana Jones. It's right. Just, it's a fun time. It's a fun adventure. It it sparks your imagination. It's a great time. Uh, you know, I, I know they did some. You know, they did, they did Tomb Raider with uh, fucking what's her face. So they did Angelina Jolie. Angelina and Jolie, and then, some then, other stuff. But you know, n- nothing really after that. But then they did National Treasure, which was the best version of the same sort of thing. Actually, the Mummies kind of mummies, similar. The mummies, yeah. yeah. The, the Mummies. So like you know, one or two in the '90s, and then yeah, like one or two in the 2000s, and like all of them, super duper fucking smash hits. Right. Yeah. Like instantly beloved classics. I just don't understand for for an industry that's just constantly trying to copycat success. It's right. amazing to me that this formula isn't tried more <laughs> right right well like what the fuck else does jerry bruckheimer have going yeah, exactly. on exactly i don't know yeah no there should be more of the adventure in history films yeah. but and they're all fun this one's okay but for the most part i think kingdom of the crystal skull maybe fucking <laughs> did damage <laughs> i mean that's possible yeah. yeah it did damage to my psyche because it was the movie tunes oh, after yeah, the yeah. movie for like four months uh, Crystal Skull, I did enjoy it the first time I watched it, and I walked out of also making the decision of I will never watch that again. Have you never watched <laughs> Cause, it? Because uh, never again since the first time. Because uh-huh. I know if I watch it again, I won't. Yeah. Listen, you know? we should get into it on here because I have the controversial opinion that while not good, it's mm-hmm. the worst of the four. It's not as bad as people make it I mean, out look, to be. I've well, seen. I'll do it. I'm that <laughs> I've, I've seen it one time. I'm willing to give it another shot. Yeah. yeah. And Kate Blanchett, I'm always in on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my buddy Steve, that, God, this would have been like back in the MySpace days, but after seeing it, like Steve's a huge Indiana Jones person, so everybody was like, what's Steve going to think about this shit? And uh, so I think, I'm pretty sure this is on MySpace, he had a video up there, and it's like the mountain, and you hear the music coming in and stuff like that, music coming in, and then a foot comes and steps in this big pile of dog shit <laughs> so that was that was what Steve's opinion <laughs> um, fair enough and john hurt i mean come yeah. on like there's things to like about that movie. yeah I, again i think that's one of those things that also people i think hold shia labeouf against it and yeah. shia labeouf was a bad decision yes he was but he was in everything spielberg was producing at the right time. 
Fucking, let's talk about something else. Hurt, what did you watch? Oh, man, I, I have a few things to talk about. First of all, last time I raved about Sandman, uh, there was one more episode of Sandman after it, and it was the best fucking one. Oh, thank God. Uh, it is so fucking good. I need everybody to watch this show and rave about it because apparently it's very expensive and there's some worry that even though it's doing well it may not come back and i fucking need this shit to come back because it is so good that's the netflix special yep. everyone watches it and they cut <laughs> and then it they cancel right, yeah. right. look i have i have canceled my netflix until the next fucking thing i want to watch oh, <laughs> but shit. as soon as it comes back I, I i will watch it i'm one of those fake people who keep saying i'm gonna uh-huh. do that and then i never do right i'm, I'm committing to it because fuck you guys i Disney Plus is going immediately way in December when they do that price hike. Uh, the the thing is, I always look at it like, is it worth ten bucks a month to me to turn this off and turn it back on, or however much I'm paying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how much I'm paying on it at this point. I assume it's still ten bucks. It is not. No, it it not. is almost double that. Okay. Well, still twenty bucks. That's still a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, next up, me and Sarah's friends went and saw Bullet Train. Hmm. A bullet train is super fucking fun. Hmm. Uh, it very much reminds me of those sort of Audis sort of want to be Tarantino, but slicker movies. Mm-hmm. Smoking, smoking aces. aces. Exactly. Yeah. Smoking aces. It's like that, but like good. Yeah. You know, uh, it's having a little bit of a go at it also. Like there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of that. This thing happens and now we see the flashback of how all the things added up to that, but it seems it, it's both a joke about it and doing a good uh, a good job of it. Uh, and also, I don't know when this happened, but Aaron Taylor Johnson is sexy now. He's cool as fuck looking in, in this movie. Uh, but yeah, I recommend this. It's a fun movie. But that's neither of those is what I'm really here to talk about. After weeks and weeks of being cock blocked, I finally got to watch Elvis. Well. So, oh man, I'm so jealous. I want to pause on this, okay? Because they just put on that it's coming on HBO this weekend, okay? It's been moved around like several times. Yeah, they they sent me an email today (laughs) saying they're putting it up on the second. So if you guys want to wait, we I will totally do. I I kind of want to do this next because I was about to drone on for like 30 minutes, (laughs) and it would definitely be better if I was talking to people about it because I need to watch it. Yeah, I I have to. It's gonna be a sexual experience for me. Here's the thing about it, you know. I've purposely not looked into what anyone has said about it. Because yeah. Baz Luhrmann, you know, he never goes for the decision. Sure. He always is either going to try to get a knockout or he's going to get knocked out trying. Uh-huh. And I know which way I feel that he came on this, but I would like to hear what other people I mean, say. look, I genuinely... What a tease. I can't fucking wait to watch it. So <laughs> I, I say we do that next for yeah. uh, next week's episode. Okay, I'm on board then i'm done okay that was quick though i also have a lot of shit so i'll try and, and uh not drone on for too long uh but kind of a follow-up to you talking about tarantino-esque uh smoke and aces i wanted to follow up on black lagoon which i finished up this week which is the anime i mentioned last week is right like cowboy bebop but not in space i wanted to talk about it for one particular reason but second reason since you brought it up they do a smoke and aces like two episodes oh, really? where it's i mean it was like it came out in like 2006 so right. it was before smoke and aces but you know the same premise of a bunch of assassins with individual personalities are all going after the same target and they right. all just have to like survive the bum fuckery and it's a good it's right. a good two episodes a good premise but to strengthen the comparison I've already made to Cowboy Bebop, the finale of this show is also a battle between Sword Guy, and in this case, Gun Girl. <laughs> and once again, 
the gun girl win. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I just, you know, I, uh, to, I know that's that's your big complaint about <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Right. It's right. just funny to me that anime, which I feel like, I don't know, one of its main purposes is to just make the sword look cool. Well, right? they Again. greatly overpower the sword. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But at some point, <laughs> when, when, it, like, when the chips are down, they're like, yeah, but this, the gun would win. <laughs> yeah, how many times have you gone into a person's home Let's be honest. Apartment of uh, <laughs> uh, a person who watches anime, and they have a set of katana right, on yeah, the yeah, wall right. every fucking time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know that that thing with that sword versus gun thing. I think I'd be more into it if they made a big deal of it, like if it was like a John Henry steel driving man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's always put as oh, this is the completely yeah, reasonable. Hundred percent. Guns with swords. <laughs> Oh, that's a great point. Uh, let's see. Other things I watched this week. I went to go see 3,000 Years of Longing. I don't want to call it yearning. Longing. With Idris Elba and uh, Tilda Swinton, the first movie that George Miller, uh, famously of Mad Max Fury Road fame, has made since that movie. I didn't even know this was out yet. It's it, out? Yeah, it's out. It's in theaters. Again, the man who made the greatest movie of this century. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, made a movie about uh, uh, Jeannie and Tilda Swinton talking in a hotel room. <laughs> and it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> uh, I've never seen the movie The Fall, but I feel like it's a lot like that. <laughs> um, but- you know what? I, you know what? I respect about you. I've been in this exact same position as you where I think a movie is like a movie that I didn't see. Uh-huh. I'll just try to bluff it. <laughs> so, uh, so props to you for just saying you didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's mostly just Idris Elba, thousand, several thousand year old genie, uh, and Tilda Swinton sitting in a hotel room in their bathrooms telling stories about their histories. Right. And, you know, obviously... Idris Elba's genie stories are generally more exciting, but right. it's still like they they both. Uh, I mean, they're both well cast. Tilda Swinton is perfect. Uh, that whole bit is super duper fun. Uh, there is it, it, the the biggest problem with the movie is it's got a bit of Return of the King syndrome, where it just has like four different places where it could comfortably end, right. and then it just keeps going. Right. <laughs> Uh, there's definitely there's definitely a, a point probably about two thirds of the way through the movie that I think would be the most interesting stopping place, but then they just do more shit after that, and none of that stuff is particularly fun. But the rest of the movie is fun enough that it's still better than Transformers, right? I, yeah, I, I recommend it. I mean, it's definitely like it's fucking weird, but like I don't know, it's fun in that it, it's just fun to see a movie that's not just like you know plug and play here here are the set pieces and and the the plot turns that you're expecting it's just right it's just a weird thing that you haven't seen before uh so yeah i, I think it's better than transformers i'd recommend it uh, i also watch a movie called wolf children which is an anime movie about a woman who has children well she has children with a wolf man they don't call him a werewolf but he's functionally that but he can just do it at will and i mean the whole movie is just there they live out in the countryside and like she raises children and one of them becomes more involved in the human world and one of them becomes more involved in the wolf world and she has to figure out how to be a parent and raise them and all that kind of stuff and i don't know it's just it's pretty heartwarming if you're me what is this a real movie or an anime this is an anime okay i was about to say i was like i was like if this isn't an anime it really needs to be this is an anime okay Uh, i say it's heartwarming Uh, my i watched it with my wife and we finished it and she felt nothing so (laughs) (laughs) you know uh uh, to each his own but I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's better than Transformers. 
And then the last thing I want to talk about, just because it's been so fucking long, I am finally current on Critical Role. Holy fuck! <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so proud of you. It's I'm so torn about this campaign as a whole because it's definitely like, I feel like people establish their characters pretty early on. And like campaign two is when everyone started with like, we're starting with secrets. Uh, right. And we're just going to like unfold our characters as a campaign goes on. Season three or campaign three was just like, these are our characters. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> this is how it is. Yeah. And like, that's, that's pretty fun. Like there's already like established relationships. That's all good. Somehow I'd like just the amount of things that have happened by this point seems less. Like I know, it I does. know uh, uh, somebody pointed out like, you know, by like episode 20 something, they were already in like that whole nautical arc in, mm-hmm. in season mm-hmm. in campaign two, which is like the fucking bomb diggity of D and D. It's like three consecutive episodes of the best three episodes of D and D I've ever listened to. <laughs> right. So like I've, I've been like, I, I've enjoyed it, but I haven't been, like, all the way on board. The last, like, two episodes have been really, really good. Yeah. Uh, they're still, like, in, in Mad Maxi land. They've been setting up a bunch of people's backstories, and I think they were supposed to be doing them individually, but then they all just happened at the same time. Yeah. The you know the the fresh cut grass thing. Did you see it coming? Oh, I mean you know it's. it's I mean what, you knew it's it what was everyone him. thought yeah, it was going to be, yeah. but it was still fun. Yeah. Murder bots are always fun. <laughs> uh, I know this is some people's shtick, but like for for D and D and watching these shows, like the role playing is the part that's fun to me. Like the acting, the interaction between the characters, and like the decisions that they make. Like that's the fun bit to me. The combat is fucking tiresome to me. Right. It's slow. It takes way too fucking long. Especially like big dramatic shit. It doesn't feel as dramatic because it takes so long between mm-hmm. everything. But then they have fights like the one with the, the fucking the crawler. The crawler crew where it's just bum fuckery. They just yeah. decide to blow up a bomb just to see what would happen. <laughs> and just like, it's it becomes like slapstick. Like everyone just like knocking each other unconscious and it's just fucking goofy nonsense. And that's super fun. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've really enjoyed the last couple episodes. I'm excited to... To be caught up and to be uh, in the story. Yeah, no, it's been... I've come... I mean, I don't want to say I was iffy on campaign three, but... I mean, iffy's the wrong word, but just like I, ha- yeah. I haven't been as engaged as Correct. I know I've been, yeah. Yeah, but it, one thing I think has been... It just feel it's felt so complicated to me. Like, Matt's got so much yeah. going on. But now it's like, well, all this shit that you thought was different things, he's like tying all together into one story. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps get me more on board. Like it all feels like everything they've done is really about this ruidous born thing, whether Mm -hmm. they realized it or not. And God, I just fucking love the Nightmare King. Yeah. Like super, super great character idea, character design. Like Matt plays him great. Yeah. Also, also, I love his name is like, they call him like the nightmare King. I don't know who fucking gave him that character name, but also his real name is just Ira. So like (laughs) like, a a big part of that show, they're just calling him Ira. And I just think of fucking Ira glass from this American life. Uh, I also think Ira glass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's been good. Uh, the turn, Erica Ishii's turn was fun. And then, yeah, Murderbot, great. Yeah. I saw it coming from a mile away, but still fun that they actually went through The, the actual execution was fun. How much longer is Chetney going to be in this fucking show? Or is he just it now? Chetney? Y- yeah, like Travis as Chetney. You think he's going to be somebody else? Bro, he has said he has his Campaign 3 character like locked and loaded, ready to go. But Chetney just keeps sticking around. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. I always thought Chetney was going to stick around because I love Chetney. <laughs> yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. But I don't think... I think the original intent was they were going to do a string of characters Travis had played before, obviously. Yeah. So he did Bertrand, and then he did Chetney, which he played in the Christmas one-off. Yeah. 
it's a gnome that murdered Santa Claus. <laughs> well, that was technically chutney. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. It's my understanding it wasn't supposed to last, but yeah. he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't want him to go away. It's just he's so goofy. Yeah. I guess all of this crew is goofy. There's a, it's a very goofy crew. I will say, Laura Bailey is still, like, I God. think the best actress of all of them. I love, she's her, her whole character is, like, magical horse girl. Right. Which sounds, <laughs> Southern mag- magical horse girl, which sounds bad, but she's, like, haunted. Right. Uh, so, so much of it is just, like, this soft, like, Southern, like, uh, lilt. It's not even, like, yeah. a draw. It's, like, a Southern belle kind of, like, you know, uh, a soft accent. And so it seems like she should be, like, this very gently character. But she's just, like, constantly simmering with anger. You know, it's just, like, yeah. always under the surface. And it's just, like, it's not, like, a big part of her personality. She doesn't, like, blow up. But she's just, like, always ready to be angry. <laughs> After watching the four episodes of um, EXU Calamity, that first episode with Laura back, I yeah. was just like, God, how fucking good is Laura Bailey she's so, at this? She's so like, fucking good. It's, she's so much better than her. You know, she was originally going to be Marisha's character. Interesting. Yeah. She I mean, wrote, she, she would be good at that, too. She's yeah. good at everything. She wrote everything for it, but she could. there was scheduling conflict, so Marisha ended up playing the character yeah, that Marisha yeah. wrote. Oh, that's a lot about Critical Role. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't done it in a while. It seems, it seems rational. That I'm we almost positive you did the last episode. We did not talk about Critical Role. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. But you had to think about it for a second. You had to think, is he right? Yeah. EXU Calamity at the end of that, I know we raved Yeah, for I think a that while, was the last but... time, but I've been behind for a long time. I've been, I've been meaning to text you, like, for the last four days. I've thought, I was like, I wonder if he's caught I'm up. I'm finally caught up. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's finally it for this week. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> Next week, fucking Elvis. Baz Lerman's Elvis. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. It's got, a, what is it, like two hours and 40 fucking minutes? It's oh, very God. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. I just know I'm going to feel something. You know, like, that's that's the encouraging thing. At this point in my life, I'm dead into most things. I really think there's <laughs> no way to watch this and just think, yeah, that was a movie. Exactly. You I'm, know? I'm, I'm, I'm I just, mean, that's kind of his stick, though, yeah. right? Like, I'm just excited to feel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so join us next week for that in the meantime thanks everybody for listening uh, uh, watch She-Hulk and let us know what you think about it uh, and if we're fucking missing Miss Marvel let us know about that too but otherwise you can get in touch with us uh, give us other episode ideas as we're kind of in the slow season I've reached at realphonies.gmail.com you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies on Instagram at real underscore phonies thanks to Zach Evans for our Brian Velasquez for our theme we'll see you guys later later <laughs>